Welcome back for another episode of Destined to Be an Autumn's Concerto. Let's pick up where we left off. First of all, I don't agree with your assessment. I think there's certain lawyers that are actually very nice. Not all lawyers are grimy. And K-dramas? I'm talking in real life. <laughs> I'm talking about K-drama. Like, okay, okay. Then I can, I can agree with you. Yes. Yes. No, I disagree. I'm watching a lawyer show right now. They are great. Actually, I, I, I watched a prosecutor movie about a K-drama. Uh, a movie, and the prosecutors were grimy. So it depends on what the, what the it drama depends versus, on what the drama versus is telling us to believe. Yes. And then we have this false suit. You're like, oh, this drama? I don't like the prosecutor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you just follow along. Or, this drama? I don't like lawyer? Okay. And you just kind of follow along. So with um, Wu-Tak being on this case... Yes. And now they all know that they are having these dreams. Yeah, so it really sets up an interesting um, a scenario where now we have to figure out how do our dreams interact or how do our dreams match. Now, in this one case, in the abuser case, um, when uh, one time when Wu Tak and Hong Ju were speaking, they realized that they had a dream, but it had two separate endings. And in Hong Ju's dream, he uh, he was uh, prosecuting. He was um, doing the, um, the interview. The interview for the abuser, and he ends up losing the case. Yeah. So I think when she was in the morning, she kind of just sent him off saying, "Good luck. And if you don't make it, if you don't win, it's fine." But yeah. she didn't tell him the Why? results. The results. She Why? just suspected, "Oh, it's not going to go well." Yes. And then Wu Tak. She meets up with Wu Tak, and Wu Tak's like. Oh, no, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be great. He, he, uh, he, uh, he, he wins. wins. Yeah. And he's just like, but in- Inspector Cho does the investigating. Yeah. So then they they basically compare their dreams. They compare their dreams. And they see, and they see what, the, what difference the differences is. are. And they realize the difference is when Inspector Cho does the in- in, uh, interview, mm-hmm. he uh, gets charged. He gets charged. But if Jay Chan does the interview... He does not get charged. Now, earlier we saw Jay Chen practicing how he was going to talk and the questions he was going to ask. He had interrogating. He had he was interrogating. He was throwing papers down, papers down, putting his hand on the desk, slamming and how he was going to get him to you know fess up. And so he he was he was practicing. He was ready to go, you know. And he had his zombies ripping on him before that he was no good, and he was gonna prove himself with this case. And um, he gets a call from um Hangzhou. Yeah. And they're and and Wu Tak, and they're like, "Hey, let your inspector Cho do the interview. Because if he does the interview, you guys, when you guys, he he gets some charge. You do the, the interview. It, it doesn't happen. It doesn't so work out. Issue that Jay Chan's having, so they go trust the dreams. Yes, and he's kind of like, okay, but Inspector Cho is very chummy with um, Attorney Lee. Yeah, like they are They're really friends. They, his actually, his they used to work. Yes, he used to be the inspector of uh, Prosecutor Lee when he was a prosecutor. Yeah, so he's like they're really good friends. So he goes, I don't know. I feel like there's some side dealings, or I just don't trust him. Yeah. But they're like, listen, trust the dream. Don't trust the inspector. Mm-hmm. Trust the dream. So he's like, oh, okay. So he's in the siding. He finally goes, okay, Inspector Cho, can you lead the questioning? 
So Inspector Cho deleting the questioning. And honestly, I didn't pick it up right away until Inspector Cho is doing the questioning because he's listening to the question of a gentleman. And I thought that was great. It was so great. Truly spitting the story about how, listen, it's so unlike him to do this. Like his wife is probably, and you don't shoes, realize it. The shoes don't match. Look how small, how small his feet are. Um, and, then she, and then he goes on to, his wife probably put the shoe prints on his chest. And earlier to get money. Yes, and earlier they had um argument. She's trying to get a divorce. Get a divorce, and also, so she already had the papers for divorce. Yeah. Um, she had an accident a while ago. Um, the scans, the picture scans from the accident, the skiing accident, are so much earlier than the actual date of her injuries. So they're like those bruises and injuries are from the skiing accident. Her broken ribs are from the skiing accident. Yeah. It wasn't from her husband. Yeah. Oh, please. Like, she oh, he spun every. He every spun day. the story. But now we're starting to like, oh. Like, oh my gosh, he and has so much um, thoughts that and evidence mm-hmm. fabricated some of it that proves that this was a setup by this woman to get money, basically. Yes, She's and whole dinner. You can see um, Jay Chan is going, oh gosh, and then it looks yeah, like Inspector Joe is listening to all these. Oh and wow, Joe is like, that's yeah, possible. Oh, for this domestic issue. Yeah. He was just like, okay, the reporter, what did he say to you when you first said it? He goes, first thing he said to me is that it wasn't him. Yeah. Um, and um, the inspector's like, oh, okay. And he goes to the cop, he goes, cop, what did he say? He's like, yeah, he just kept insisting it wasn't him. And he goes, yeah, and you're saying how you love your wife and everything. So he goes, there's three things I just don't understand. So like, okay, so there's an incident. Your mother, your wife gets hurt. Yeah. You insist it's not you. And then I guess there's a charge or something. He goes, all these three things I just can't get past that middle one yes you love your wife but the first thing out your mouth is it wasn't me yeah no one no one said it was you yeah usually what's common things are um is and then someone help or and, and then Jay Chad gets out of his chair and he's like yes yeah because his brother goes isn't that strange Jay Chad Jay yeah. like yes I he's agree like, typically when you love somebody your the first thing would be like oh my gosh honey are you okay yeah please somebody call an ambulance you know it's none of these things that you say about the person that you love the first thing you say is it wasn't me yes and then they see the video evidence of him closing her jacket no one said it was him and no. he, and he and goes, trying to hide her bruises. trying to hide the, the bruises and the markings and the on the shirt yeah. and he's like it wasn't me yes no one accused that it was no one accused him nobody of asked him about that and yes. nobody said it was him no one said it was him hit. or asked if he hit his wife no but out of the first thing out of your mouth is it wasn't, it wasn't me. me and so then Jay Chan does the most brilliant thing he's like look I don't know what your uh, attorney told you to tell you, but I'll, I'm a prosecutor right now, and I'm giving you a chance. You better fess up, and you better tell me what's good, what's the good good, because you're about to go to jail for a long time, my friend. And he's like, oh, my God. Yes, he's crazy, basically. Because I did everything he told me to say. <laughs> I think the best part is he, tell, he, goes, he goes along the line of like, I don't need your confession really right now. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying your confession will help you. Help currently right now, your case is I'm charging you. Yeah. And this will help you determine how much time you have. Yeah. So he kind of, yeah, he fesses up and tells him everything. He goes, he told me to do this. He told me to say not guilty. He yeah. Said, no, get off if you say not guilty. Oh, it was He sang like a canary. Sang like a canary. And it made um, Jay Chan, no, not Jay Chan, Yu Bum, Attorney Lee, 
so angry. So mad. To lose this case to Jay Chan. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I don't lose. And then there's actually a moment, I think this is the moment, where um, he runs into Inspector Cho and he's like, oh, it was good, good timing. We need some coffee. He goes, yeah, take one of these coffees. And he goes, hey, what, why, why did you do, why did you do me so wrong in that, in the proceedings, in the, in the case? He goes, what are you talking about? I didn't change any which way. When I, when you were a prosecutor, I, I prosecuted or worked the same way where I just handled cases. He goes, are you sure it's not you who changed? <laughs> and, and, um, Attorney Lee is so, he throws out the coffee. Waste that coffee. Just throws it out. It wasn't even yours to begin with. It was just ran into you. You could have just said no thank you. Yeah. Took the coffee and threw it out. Yeah. He was so mad. Because, yeah, Inspector Cho sees him as like, oh, yeah, you're a friend, but now we're, this is a work environment, though. Yeah. And, and I'm doing my job. Like, he's like, you're not on my side. Why are you on Jay Chan's side? Yeah. We always work so well together. We, you know, he's just like, I'm just doing my job. That's what I do. I always, that's what I always did. I always did my job. Mm-hmm. I haven't changed. I haven't changed. So, yeah, again, it's like, well, maybe you have. So that was a great ending to that case. Yes. So, um, so we mentioned earlier about the connecting of one case to the next case. Yes. So how this connected to the next case is there's a scene where Hong Ju is going into a chicken fried chicken shop. I call this chicken gate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So she has eaten the meat off of every single bone of the chicken she got where she gets a whole chicken. Yes. And she's like, every time I get chicken from you, it's never a whole chicken. There's always a piece missing. Yes. And she's trying to do her reporting work. Yeah. And so, yeah, we find out that she's a reporter. She's, yeah. like, on sabbatical for a while. Yes. And she, every time they do this reporting work, she's just like, you, every time. I bought chicken from this place about 50-something times, and I've never received a whole, whole chicken. chicken. You, are you taking those pieces from my chicken and making a whole new whole chicken? And she goes in. <laughs> <laughs> and her mom comes in and stops her because she's so totally embarrassed, embarrassed. about the ridiculousness <laughs> Of this statement that she's going into this business order. Like, who does this? Honestly, I told you. Who, who would go no, I get take it. a piece of chicken out of a chicken? Her mother says, even if it's true, it's ridiculous. Just let it go. No, no. Listen, okay. <laughs> as much as Hong Ju, like, yes, she's not good at, you know, saving people from her dreams. But she is correct in this sense. You have eaten their 50-something. He's stolen money from you. Yeah. You know, like you're getting a free, it's not like there's a, a coupon where you can get a free chicken where it works out. No. Nothing. He is, every day he has stolen, you've had 51 pieces of chicken, or orders of whole chicken, quote unquote, from this gentleman, and he's never giving you a whole chicken. Yeah. He's never giving you a whole chicken amount of pieces. Yeah. And, and, and then. And it starts out very innocently yes. like that. So she gets dragged out of the store by her mom, who's mm-hmm. telling her to stop being absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out. Um, that later when she's passing by the alley, she sees that he's taking these ex- this extra meat mm-hmm. and he's actually feeding stray cats. Well, which is you know what? so it's, lovely. It's so lovely. So wonderful. I thought that was like, oh, that's so nice. I was like, that's and she so kind of was like, oh, this is where the extra piece is. And she kind of was like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. You know. Yeah. And then later on, you see those same stray cats of dead. Dead on the street. Yeah. And, and there's um, a news report talking about there's been a things, it, uh, influx of dead cats on yeah. the street. 
She's gets back to work on one of her first reporting jobs is working this case. She needs to report something. Yeah. And then Wu Tak is like, oh, here, this death, death, or straight death, cats of cats dying. So, and she's reporting into her somebody like, hey, there's a case of like uh, a stream number of dead cats. And she's like, how many cats? And then Wu Tak is like, oh, over a hundred. Yeah. She's like, over a hundred? That's and a lot like, of cats. That's a lot of cats. Yeah. So now she's like, oh, now I'm hunting down cats. And <laughs> she's like, I want my first case to be about humans, not yeah. cats. Yeah. So she's on the case as a reporter case of why are these, uh, why are these serial cats? killers? No. Cat serial killers. <laughs> I never thought I would hear the words. But a cat serial killer. Yeah. And um, while this serial killer case is happening, um, you see um, a, a, a boy. So... So another thing connecting her also to this case is the girl that she saved from getting set on fire. Yes. She, as she's leaving this bonfire of this composer, I don't even know what her boyfriend was trying to do. Was it like a proposal? I don't even know. Were they university students? He was He was uh, trying to ask her to marry him. Marry? Okay, so it was a proposal. It was a proposal. I can see why he was mad now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so she leaves. It's a call that from the morgue. From the morgue. That her brother died. Yes. And we in see a car accident. in a car accident. And we see that the child. Yeah, so she has two brothers, an older brother and a younger brother. Yeah. So her younger brother has died. Her older brother, you see him crying over injured over his body. Yeah, and the, her older brother happens to be the same chicken dude. The chicken store. Chicken store owner who was feeding those chick those stray cats pieces of meat mm-hmm. that turned out dead. So you as a viewer are like, okay, uh, what's going on? <laughs> And then you also see him. He shows up. You know what? I wasn't. I wasn't as concerned because I think I'm not sure. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you see the brother dying before you hear the report of the dead cats. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. So you're just like oh my you're right. God, you the just see the brother died. dying. Yes. You don't hear so, about the dead cats. So the order is, you know, she accuses him of not giving enough chicken. Yes. And then <laughs> you see him feeding cats. No, but then you see him actually do take pieces of chicken out of someone else's order. Yeah. You're like, oh, she's right. Why is he doing this? Yeah. And then you see him feeding straight cats. And you're like, oh, that's that's nice. nice. why he's doing this. Yeah. Then you see the his sister almost get burned. She gets a call. Then you see him at the morgue yeah. crying over his brother's dead body. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, what's going on? It's a tragic. It's tragic. It's a tragic, yes. And then you see reports of the dead, dead cats. Then after you see the reports of the dead cats, you see him show up at Attorney Lee's office asking for a lawyer. Yeah. After taking out bags of money. After taking out bags of money from the bank. Yeah. Goes and sits in front of Attorney Lee back the money and say, I said, I need a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I need you to represent me. Yes. So I don't even think he's been charged yet. No, but he just feels as though they're going to charge yeah. him. He's going to quote, they, he quote unquote feels like they're going to charge him. Yeah. And um, this night, they actually did do an autopsy on his brother's body. When his brother died. When his brother he died. He was so upset. He was so distraught. He didn't want to be. And then his brother got cremated. Yes. Which is not uncommon. No, it's not uncommon. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. But I would say, people watching this who are lawyers, um, you make sure you always do an autopsy. Mm. Uh, because but you never know. Usually, if it's a suspicious... If you... If it's a suspicious death. But this was a car accident. You still do an autopsy. Not always. 
I mean, it depends on the person. You don't necessarily. I'm, do I'm a lawyer. I'm, I'm now after seeing certain things. See, it's, it, see it's it's very different, right? It's because you could be uh, something could happen in your family, and they always will ask you, "Do you want an autopsy done to see how exactly they died?" But not everybody's going to say yes. They're just like, you know what, they died. I don't want to cause any more trauma to the body. I just want to let. So a lot of people will say no. But is there a prosecutor or present when that happens? No, that's a that's what I mean. Yes. Like if you are there as a prosecutor to to, to examine to expect something that is a bit fishy. You should always do an autopsy. Yes, it's not like you are. It's not like it's like they're calling this out every time they someone dies. So why did they have a prosecutor? I don't remember. Well, you know what? Okay, I think this was it. They were working night shift, and he took. He took J Chan shift. I get he took night shift, but why was a prosecutor even called? Because somebody called them to the scene of an accident to report an accident, and then he ended up dying. So they said we have to. You have to. You have to investigate an you accident. Have to investigate of death. this accident. A car accident of death. death. You know what though? That makes sense because some car accidents sometimes are uh, alcohol related or something. When it ends happens. in results in a death, that's why you call a prosecutor. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, you do an autopsy. I do. <laughs> yeah, that's not a lot of calls you're getting though for that. So you do an autopsy. Yeah, for sure. I think you should investigate. Yeah, uh, and then this is a certain thing that on the surface level they're noticing things. Mm-hmm. So like, why not do an autopsy? Yeah. I know he's crying over his de- his brother's dead body, but then you kind of calmly let him cry and say, "Sir, I need you to leave now." <laughs> wow, calmly just go. You gotta work. You gotta finesse it. All his sister said, I need you guys to come. I need to talk to you guys. And while you're talking to them, you do that autopsy. <laughs> yeah. I get really suspicious now seeing if someone's crying over someone's body like that for over and over. And give them up to an hour. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I gotta do this autopsy now. Yeah. Right? right. So Tess is right. I agree. And while he's even crying over the body, he's going, oh, sorry, sir, sorry, sorry, sir. Take some blood. But, like, you, but you can understand how he got no, done that. I know how he got I guess how he got When you see people grieving it's kind of a sensitive thing now to say okay I'm and this is another thing it depends if, if this is one thing if it relies on the family to say can i do the autopsy yeah or do you want an autopsy that's very different from somebody saying you have to do an autopsy yes so that's the thing that i was not sure about the case mm-hmm. or if it was like he's saying like, i don't think there needs to be an autopsy but let me double check with the family if no because he was told to do an autopsy Okay, so that's totally different. Yeah. You were told to do an autopsy. And you do the autopsy. Yeah. yeah. So that was his mistake. That was his huge mistake. Yeah. So he didn't do this autopsy. Because he Weird. was complaining about the fact that, okay, I work your late shift, somebody ends up dying, now mm-hmm. I'm in a morgue. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, this is happening to mm-hmm. me when I'm taking over your shift. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so that was his bad. He should have done the autopsy. Yeah. And, you know, then he's duped, you know, dead cats. And then he's going to take out money. Then he showed up in the lawyer office where we're like, you weren't even charged, sir. But then he feels that he is going to get charged. You want to know why? Because the prosecutor's office finds out that he took out insurance money. Yes. On his brother. On his brother. Yeah. And also, I think, on his sister. Yes. And they find both, both of them. Both of them. And then his brother ends up dead. And he gets all that money money taken out. And the thing that's also very interesting is that there's a dream. Um, I think it was, I think it's, um, is it Jay Chan that has a dream? Somebody has a dream. I can't remember which one of them. And in the dream, both the sister and the brother were dead. 
and he got money. Oh, this it's it's Jay Chen. He has Jay Chen. Where he's sitting in front of a TV, and the case is that yeah, both of them are dead. Yes, and then I believe. Um, oh, it doesn't happen yet. There's another dream. Someone has a dream. Oh, he has another dream yeah. where he sees the sister and um, Hong Ju on a roof. Mm-hmm. Like they're hiding, like, or like something. She's in danger. Yeah. So then that's what it prompts him to when he meets her up later on. He goes, "Do me a favor. Every you're time you're in tr- trouble, trouble, yeah, you tell me the the day, date, the time, time and the location." Place. So that I can come and save you. Yes. Um, so he tells her that he will do that every single time. But I think it's funny enough. This he doesn't is, tell her that this is going to happen to you. No, because because listen, he's wise. He's not. He's not home. You coming <laughs> <with> foolishness. Because <laughs> like it's not enough for me to like. First of all, it's a random occurrence. Yeah. Why is it happening? So when he starts saying, "Well, what piece are you working on?" And she's like, "Oh, we're on a cat case." And he goes, "Okay, okay, okay. It's not, that's, that's unrelated. That's unrelated." Um, so he's kind of like in danger. Yeah. So case. at first he's just trying to ask her <laughs> what it is that she's working on. Then yeah. he's he's like, okay. But if this ever happens, if it ever happens in the future, you're in danger. Just let me know. And I think she also does reveal to him the dream that she has of her death. Yeah. And why she took that sabbatical from work because mm-hmm. she felt saw that she died is as a reporter. Yeah. Well, and she wants talk to talk about a that a, bit, a little bit because that's a very important case. So. Um, she has been having this reoccurring dream that made her take a sabbatical from reporting. Yes. Where she is doing a report, a news report. She's wearing a blue um, SBC jacket and she is dying. She's passed out. She looks like she's passed out. She's passed out. On grass. And there's some standing beside her with a with green, green umbrella. And she's dying. Yeah. Actually, when we mentioned this green umbrella, it has its own motif throughout this whole show. Yes. Where you see green umbrellas and umbrellas and you start to speculate everyone with this green umbrella. Yeah. And then the green umbrella starts passing to different people. Yeah. And you're like, oh no. Who who's, had, who's, who's gonna kill her? Who's gonna try and kill her? Who's gonna get this umbrella? Who's yeah. gonna have this umbrella? And everyone who touches this umbrella at one point has a reason to actually kill her. Yeah. So, or, you know, yes, or they have been seen to be evil in the show. Yeah. So you start to go, oh, what's going on with this umbrella? Because all you see is she's on green grass. She's passed out, and there's an umbrella, someone holding an umbrella beside her. Yeah, but the reason why she's so afraid is because she, in the dream, she feels like she's dying. Yeah. So she That's sees, she's dying. She sees the image she's of her death. her death. Yeah. And, um, and that's what made her mom want her not to go back to being afraid. Yeah, she didn't want her to she be afraid. afraid. She actually got upset. She heard someone telling her that, Oh, Wu Tak. Yeah, she's in the he's in the restaurant. And this, she was just asking him like, a, like, oh, if this would ever happen, like, would you ever want to stop your job because of a danger it could pose? And he's just like, never. never. I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever want to stop got, it. He got kicked, he got out, kicked out, out of that. Kicked out of the restaurant. Yeah, the, the restaurant at this yeah. point in time. Just kicked out of the restaurant. There's like, we're not really. He goes, what happened? So what is something? A cook, um, a partner asked for a receipt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's my fault to ask for a receipt. And Wu Tak's like, for five dollars? What's wrong with you? <laughs> so that is happening. So her becoming working as a reporter again is a big step for her. So um I think the mother actually asked um Jay Chan to protect her. Mm-hmm. Like my what my daughter's about to start work again and she has this recurring dream where she dies and she's as a reporter doing her job. Yeah. Can you please walk, look out for her? So it's after that he gets that plea from her mother that he goes and um, 
says that, okay, I'll take her to work every morning, right? And um, I'll look out for her. And then he makes that request that every time you're in danger, tell me the date, the time, and the place. And, the place. and I'll make sure I can I can be there. Yeah. Um, so, so let's talk about him meeting um, Attorney Lee in the office. Okay. So, I would say the actor playing this older brother who showed this strap killing cats, I've only ever seen him in comedy. Oh, only comedic roles. Only comedic roles. Brilliant. He's brilliant at comedic roles. Yeah. So I've only ever seen him in comedic roles. So it's, it was kind of unnerving seeing him play this character. Cause there's one it was scene, surprising. It was surprising. There's one thing where he sits in front of, oh, Attorney Lee. I would say Attorney Lee does have some great lines. So there's this one scene where Attorney Lee is sitting with him and um, this um, cat killer has a pile, opens up a, a we call it a, a satchel or yeah. a duffel bag is yeah. where I want to start. Full of money. Full of money and lays it in front of Attorney Lee. He says, I need you to represent me. So Attorney Lee says this line to him. He goes, when I bet, I don't look at the pot. I look at the probability. <laughs> and it's like, you putting a pile of money in front of me, it's not, it's not going to make me take your, your case. case. Yeah. What is your case? Yeah, and I, I need will, to know that I, I, can I can win. win. So he tells them what happened. So he goes, he says, okay, this is my brother died. I feel like they're going to try. I took he, I had life insurance on him. I feel like they're going to try and charge me. Yeah. So he goes to him, he goes, did you kill your brother? Because I need to know the truth. And at this point, he said that crying. He was crying. He was crying. He was crying. And he's just like, hey, I need you to distraught. I think he says, oh, those tears are going to work for me. So I just need you to tell the truth. Like, did you kill your brother? No, he didn't say oh. anything about you. No, he didn't. He was, like, he was no. kind of distraught. He goes, is it true? Like, did you kill your brother? Yeah. And then he takes his hands. Covers his face. crying. Face, sucks in the rest of his tears. And then he removes his hand. And with a straight face, he just goes, yes, yes I did. Yes, I killed my brother. And he starts to explain the truth and detail about how I needed the money. I wanted it for the money. Yeah. But I need you to get me off. Yes. Attorney Lee's face, first of all, is shocked. Yeah. Because he's just like, oh my gosh. But I should not be shocked at this point. He's like Mr. Grimes a lot. Okay. I think Grimes a lot. He is shocked the same way that we were shocked in how he turned, how he flipped. Yes. He, he did flip. He flipped really fast. Yeah. And it was way too easy. You know, he's a sociopath. Like, yeah. he's killing cats. Is he a sociopath? Or is he just misunderstood? Okay, we I'm already established. Joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, according to your rules, we established that when you harm animals, you, got a problem. you have a problem. Yes. He's harming innocent cats. Yes. Who well, all they want is food. All they want was chicken. Yeah. And he put poison in the chicken and killed them. Yes. So, yes. Yes. He's not misunderstood. I understand him completely, that he is a cat killer and a psychopath. Yes. (laughs) So now he's admitting a psychopath, knowing he's guilty. So the prosecutor finds out about the the life insurance that he took out on his family, Mm -hmm. and um, they charge him. So in the case, them charging him or attempting to charge him, um, prosecutor actually, he's sitting down, he gets arrested, and he's sitting down with um uh, with him, I think in the case in the hearing, he kind of goes, "You think we have a chance of beating this?" He goes, "99 to one." He goes, "Are we 99 or are we won?" He's kind of calmly talking. He just looks at him and goes, "We're 99." Wow. Alternatively, he's just like, "Don't worry, yeah, I got us. We're gonna get off." 
and I can't remember why it is that they got off. Oh, he asked them, this is how they get off. I remember now. So, the car accident. He, Attorney Lee asked him, did the car accident kill your brother? He goes, no, he didn't die from the car accident. He goes, I actually, I gave him something that poisoned him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, why did you poison him if you're going to do the car accident either? He goes, because I, I want to make sure it was 100% that he would die. Yeah. This this matters of nerve. Yeah. And I kept looking at him, I was like, weren't you just making me laugh and, um, <laughs> oh, oh my ghost this? I, I was like, what's going on? Like, he was, it was so, he was so good at playing this role. He was like, yeah, I want to be 100% certain that he would die, is what he said. So he's like, okay, well, they all think, so the reason why he's going to win this case is because they all think that he died from an accident. Mm-hmm. So if he didn't die from the accident, the whole case is banking on the fact that he died from the car accident. Um, he goes, we can win this case because it changes the whole the incident where he didn't die from the car accident. So anything could have happened. So he starts pulling this whole thing about how, oh, he probably had a heart attack. Bait the switch. Yeah. Oh, bait the switch. is like, oh, he didn't die from the car accident. He probably had a heart attack. Because they found it very strange that he always got pulled over, got charged for never wearing a seatbelt. And the one day that he gets into an accident, he's wearing a seatbelt. You know, I grew up prosecutors. Coincidence? No. Coincidences are never just coincidental. It's yeah. it's a planned type of thing. So they realized that that's very strange. And I agree. That is very strange detail that you never wear your seatbelt. You've been... And even after the incident, you're also never wearing a seatbelt. You got caught not wearing seatbelts. Yeah. So it wasn't like he wised up after the accident. He was still doing it. So he purposely put a seatbelt on knowing that he was going to crash. Yeah. But how did he get off? That is the question. Because he actually ends up... Yeah, Attorney Lee does his job. Attorney Lee does the 99 and gets him off. So I, I believe that they were trying to charge this man for... Was it murder they were trying to charge him for? I don't believe so. It was murder because they thought that the car accident was on purpose. Mm-hmm. And he managed to prove that um, it, it's not actually murder, but it but it was that he died before. The, before. Yeah, he didn't really prove it, but he speculated because their whole case banked on the fact of the accident caused the death. death when it, had to, had, it, it got thrown out because... Because the doctor came in and said it wasn't, wasn't the car, the car accident, accident that killed him. Because he wasn't believing enough. Yeah. For that impact. For that impact. So he died died before the car accident. And so he just made, like, doubt. He caused doubt. Yeah. And because they didn't do the autopsy... Yeah. There's no way to check. There's no way of checking that. And with certain things like that, as a judge, you can't... You can't commit him on speculation without some type of proof. Yeah. Um, So... So he ends up getting off. Ends up getting off. And so when he's leaving the courtroom, you see him in his hat and his shoes, and he shakes Attorney Lee's hand. Oh, yeah. And makes some kind of comment. Oh, I can't remember thank what you he or said. Something. Thank you. Or oh, somewhat thank you. And Attorney Lee was so, felt so disgusted with mm-hmm. him. With himself, too. Yeah. But he made it at first seem like it's because he's dirty. Yeah. But it's really that he's dirty for taking that case. He yeah. He was guilty. He like and rubbing he was, his hands. He was washing his hands and trying to rub off this man's handshake to the point his hands were bleeding. Yes. That's how vehemently opposed yes. he was to this criminal. So I think he was stuck in between 
being a good prosecutor or being a bad lawyer. It's I, like he was he was torn at times. I, I disagree. Or confused. I disagree with that. This is like, listen, I'm a good lawyer, but guess what? You're still a criminal. And you need to reflect on your ways. I disagree. He was not torn between being a good prosecutor. Some, some of the things that he said were ridiculous then. Because he's just like, listen, I'm going to get you off, but you need to know that you're a dirty criminal. Listen, he made a hey, choice hey, for money. I'm saying all of these things. But hey, you dirty criminal, you're, you're bad. So you need to reflect on your I'm going to get you off and I'm going to take your money, but you just know that you're a dirty criminal. And you need to act respectfully. You need to... You need to Talk to me properly because I'm about to get you off. How many people did he talk to like that? Every single criminal. Listen, he was not conflicted. He took these cases knowing that these people were dirty. No, but I mean, when I say that he's conflicted, it's like, you know that you're taking this dirty case and mm-hmm. you still have the nerve to be treating them like a criminal? Because they're criminals. <laughs> I know, but he's taking their case. That's criminal. That's not criminal. It's doing his job. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just trying to say that he <laughs> he became a lawyer because he wanted more money. Okay. But when he was a kid, that's all he cared about was money. He told the kid to forge his um um report card so he could get more money. Yes, he's considered to get more money as a prosecutor. You're not you don't make as much money as lawyers. You don't no right because lawyers all the people you defend oh they're are so prosecutors paid by. The government? The government. I believe so. As opposed they're to... They're like government getting, workers. Getting, yeah, they're like government workers as opposed to attorneys getting paid by whoever hires Whoever hires them. And then whatever your fee is, you can set your fee. Yes. Um, and most of the time, the people they're, they're, they're um, representing are the bad people. Yes. <laughs> so these bad people are... The reason why they're bad and this, they're, you know, this cases are so profile or high profile is because... They're, they're making a lot of money yeah. doing these bad things. Yes. And they finally get caught and they hire this great lawyer who gets them off for them to make more money. One of the things that I find that's very interesting is that for some of these cases, his boss actually refers them to J uh, to Yobam, Attorney Lee. Who? Attorney Lee's boss. There's there was one of the cases where they're like, he's like, Why did you come to me? And he's just like, Oh, Chief said Chief for me to come to you. Which chief? You mean his boss was a lawyer? Yeah. Attorney Lee's boss. Which case was this one? I missed this one. It was, um... The novelist? No, the novelist came on his own. The cat killer came on his own. I think it might have been the the first one. But no, that's the first first one. That was his his client. client. There was another client that his boss, they said, oh, he told him to take this case. He sent it to you specifically. I can't. Who is this person? I, I I have to. Maybe it's in my notes. Maybe we'll get to it. Okay. But I was just like, oh my gosh, the boss knows that you're grinding, so he gives you grinding. Listen, the, the boss knows that he gets things done. Is really what it is. <laughs> Listen, as much as we don't like eternally, he gets the job done. Gets the job done. He's good at his job. Yeah. Um, but there was a thing. This is one. This is one of those moments where I said that it was like kind of predictable. Like I saw the end of the road, where it's like eternally has been classified as bad. Like from episode two, I think they had it branded. Episode one, yeah. they branded him as bad, um, Jay Chan as good, mm-hmm. and then Hong Ju as weird. Yeah. So, yeah, they already told me what to expect. Like, okay, and Trina Lee's just bad. I'm yeah. just supposed to know that he's a bad guy. Yeah. So anytime someone's associated with Trina Lee, I just go, oh, you're bad too. Yeah. So, um, so one of the nights that so the night comes upon that she so. We as an audience are knowing all the pieces of the fact of, okay, he's killing all these cats. Yes. Yeah. In this show, they don't realize that the cat case is connected to him 
killing his brother. No, but there is somebody who has some who has seen that. Hey, that's a cat killer from the chickens. Actually, there's someone even um closer who's able to see it's closer to the cat killer. This is his sister. Who listen? I'm about to say something about her speculations, and I'm gonna say she did the wrong thing. Oh, so she's oh, in she the classic stupid thing. thing. She's in went to court. Um, and she's hearing the recording, so there's like a there's like a black box recording. Yes, but it's not you're not able to see uh, in front like the cameras are pointed upwards. So you just hear the two voices. Yeah, and you hear the driver, and you hear his brother talking to him. The sister went to Kate court, went to the um, the court case or um, the proceedings. Yeah, and when she when she asked, asked her not to not come to come to, yeah, and she goes, "I was there, and I heard the recording." Of the yes. black box and both that voice voices were yours. No, 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 that wasn't our brother's voice. No, and, and she's he, like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And me watching this is like, "Listen, my brother." <laughs> I wrote from the perspective of my brother. If I suspect my brother of killing my sister, I am not going to my brother and asking him what's going on. I'm going to the cops. I'm right. going to someone else. And telling them, hey, I suspect oh, yeah. not two voices. You were the one going to say, those two voices were my brother's voice. That was not my younger brother's voice. What's going on? Yeah. I don't go to the person who I think might have done something oh, to my brother. Not. Absolutely not. So then along comes Hongju, who's, you know, back at work and investigating her cat case. <laughs> and um, and she's Wu Tak like, is with her. And Wu Tak is with her, thank God. And she's just like, well, you know, I'm going to and see this guy who, um, you know, I I think might be the cat killer. I'm going to go investigate and do a report on that. And so she gets to the restaurant, and then she, um, her and Wu Tak happen upon this scene with of the sister confronting the, the sister brother confronting the brother about what's going on. And the Wu Tak kind of goes up to him, saying, "Hey, what's going on? Like, is anything the matter? Is everything okay? Yeah." And the cat killer turns, turns around and stabs him. Yeah. Like without, like without blinking. No. Turns Turn around, stabs. It was, and uh, uh, Wu Tak goes down like a like a brick. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the cat killer must actually go back again to stab him more. Yeah. And at this one time, um, Hong Yu hits him with her purse. Yeah. And, and then Wu like, Tak tells her to run. Yes. And so of course, I don't know why he had to tell her to run, but yeah. that should have been because <laughs> she thought her pursing. Would really get the get the killer. bad calls, guys. All the front and center. <laughs> so she ends up getting the sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they run. And they run. And they go to the roof. Now, once they get to the roof, it's uh, uh, she's hiding, right? And she remembers what Jay Chan said to her. She remembers Jay Chan saying, "Listen, if you ever get into an issue, tell me where it is, when it is, and the day that it is." Mm-hmm. And as uh, she's hiding underneath the tarp. She's not good at hiding either. And and the killer comes and he's about to do something and then you see lights come on and there's Jay Chan. Yeah, first of all, he walks in like he's like a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> the lighting gives him like this, this it has this like a shadow effect. And I think he's a trench coat. In my memory, I might have been making this no up. in the wind. There was no trench coat. No? His jacket? I really love in the wind. I don't remember that. I don't know if that's true. I I, I don't recall. But carry on. I must have, I must have imagined it. We maybe like imagined it. Like he had but a jacket. But it was really. Something was blowing. The way that. The, and he was slowly just walking. The way that they uh, 
they, they, they shot that scene. It didn't look like something like a superhero. I think I must be confusing this with Goblin because that scene happened a lot in Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, he's walking and, and you know, he's, this is a slow walk with the lights. Yeah. He says, and he basically says something. Does he say something in the first episode or the beginning of the next one? Yes. Yeah. You're under arrest. arrest. <laughs> he has his warrant. You know? I don't know for your arrest. Uh, so, yeah, that was great. And he was able to save her or rescue her. Well, let's just say that um, before he got the warrant, they they end up realizing that when they're looking at the evidence, because he was cremated so they couldn't check the body, that he asked um, guys who did the... He, and he remembers his dream. But he asks um, the person... Inspector Cho. No, it wasn't Inspector Cho. Was it Inspector Charles? Yes. He said, was there something different yes. about this body? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I noticed that there was light. His the blood, blood was lighter. Was light, like it was poison. Yeah, he goes, usually when you have this type of poison in your body, this is what happens to your blood. Yeah. So you kind of think, um, the Inspector Charles like, oh, that's it. He was, po- he was poisoned. And the drink box that they had that was in evidence, they didn't think about testing that because it was just like he was drinking something. Yeah. And um, it was just some nutritional ginseng or something mm-hmm. to boost you. Not mm-hmm. to it was a herbal drink or something. Some herbal drink. And so they realized, oh my gosh, this guy was poisoned. So he is a murderer. So he comes like a superhero to arrest this guy. And then at one point, after Attorney Lee's like scrubbing his hands like to, to bleeding, yeah. he comes to him. I think he's already figured something out around that's, this that's, time. Yeah, that's He's just like, wrong. I know he did it. I know he's the killer. Why? This Tell me what, 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 it, what is. it is. And he's just like, you're the prosecutor. That's you're really supposed job. to do that. Not oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you're supposed well, to do that. Well, he couldn't really tell him. Lawyer, co- client privilege. He couldn't but, really tell him. No, he couldn't. Is it only psychiatrists is that like, if you think your your client has committed a crime that you can waive that doctor-client pr- privilege and tell? Is it doctor-client privilege or is it lawyer-client privilege? Well, I don't think doctors are. have... You're a psychiatrist. Is there something like that? I believe so. I'm not sure. I don't know. I know it's that with lawyers, but I don't know if doctors have to do that. What is the psychiatrist? I think so. Okay. You know, because people are people have to trust trust you enough to tell you what's on their mind. Oh, okay. That's what I think it is. Maybe just psychiatrists, not all doctors, but yeah. I remember watching another doctor show where this lady confessed to the doctors and like, oh my gosh, you you can't say anything, right? It's a it's client privilege, and they're like, no, no, that's lawyers. We can't report you to. So there's a chance that yeah, they can report you. Yeah. But like, cause there's a lot of cases when I watch shows or cop shows, and they ask you, "Hey, has this person ever said anything?" Blah 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 blah. And the yeah. doctor goes, "That's doctor patient um, privilege." It usually it. only happens not by what they say, but if it has to do with their medical condition, they can't say. Or not if somebody's confessing to a crime. Like for instance, somebody comes into the ER. They have drugs in their body. They're going to report that to the police. That's not doctor. This is like this is a crime. No, the gunshot wound you have to report too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I feel like it's only for it's only for psychiatrists or something. I, you, I don't know, but you're probably right. I know. I've never, you know, but I know it's but definitely for lawyers. Yeah, because they can get charged. But yeah. I think if it's a criminal case, case they can. They don't. It's 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 void. Okay. Because like so that so that. Criminals are not, um, you know, protected. Okay, drama lovers out there, if you know, let us know the rules in life or in Korea. Please let us know <laughs> where, that, where, that, where that's where that's that one. I think is all over. Yeah. So what ends up happening in this case is um, that after he comes in like a superhero and saves the day, 
Um, he actually saves um, Hongju, but also the young lady. So, go back to my whole point. As well. Does that mean she's having dreams about them? Because she's they've saved her life. They both saved oh. her life now. She was almost burnt to crisp. That's and then true. she was almost killed by her brother. They didn't talk about that, but based on the rule, based on the rule, she should be having. She should be having. She should be having the Hongju effect. She should be having <laughs> dreams about Hongju and Jae Chen. Yeah, yeah, she should. Be. I think so. She should. That's the rules as yeah. well, and the rules that were found out by Wu Tak, where he's like, "I'm having dreams about you because you, you saved me. me. You're having dreams about Hongju because she saved you." Yeah, but um. He doesn't believe it was anything happened like that. Oh, and also he said that I had this. Oh, that's another reason why I why I think she, the the girl should be having dreams about Hongju. It's because he said that when you saved me, there was an instant where I had like I'd been hit by a car, though I wasn't. Hit. And like, I, I know felt I like, felt it. And she she felt the burning the burning sensation, sensation, even though she wasn't burnt. even though she wasn't burnt. So, so she, was, she by th- in theory she would be having dreams. Right? They had a spin off. We would see more about that. Yeah, right? so they should tell us but that they, she's having dreams. But but they didn't. But they, they, did. they did. They said that's not important. You figure it out. They did the burning sensation. They're like, that's not. You should know she's having dreams. <laughs> her case was also closed. So yeah. So they didn't want to talk about her anymore. <laughs> uh, okay. So there's another case that comes up where there is a man who is a repair, a TV repair man, or internet repair person. Yeah. And um, he goes in to fix someone's um, internet and leaves. And then the next thing you know is that person is dead, found dead in her apartment, and that there's markings with her blood. Okay, so let's talk about this case, really. Because after I saw this markings, I was just like, Oh my God! What kind of satanic business is this? This looks like like some satanic star and blood. This is creepy. (laughs) And so it's you know there it's going uh, before the courts. They want to know how did she get killed? How did she get murdered? All these things, and they're just like, well, how did they make this line without having fingerprints and everything? And they're trying to figure out. And he's the only one that he's the only one that's been captured. They captured on camera, leaving 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 her apartment. Yeah. So he becomes a prime suspect, and he's just like, I didn't do it. And he happens to be the ex-roommate of Wu-Tak. He happens to be the ex-roommate of Wu-Tak. Do you know where else he, what else he's from? No. Actor? No. It's a show you made me watch. I've made you watch so many shows. You have. Oh, um, it has to do, I don't remember what it's called now. Oh, I love you? No. Um, oh, I love you. Unjun, I love you, or something like that, where... What? The case was, he met... <laughs> I don't even remember that. Side side note. I don't know what it's called. The side note is, when he was younger, he met this girl, um, but then they separated. Couldn't find her. And he became an actor because he wanted to be on screen for her to find Oh, because this is my first love. No, that's a different show. That's a different show. Oh, it's called... You are my unjured. I don't know. I know. Yes, something I'm talking about. So he played the you are my love. love. You are my love. You are my love. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're, yeah. We're like. Oh, you didn't realize that was. Yeah, you played the young one. Okay. And yeah, that's that was tragic. But yeah, so we have the same actor from that role. Okay. They have great first people playing these um these characters. These characters. These criminals. Yeah, these criminals were fantastic. Yes. 
They're actually one of the best parts of this. Yeah. If I want to be completely honest. Yeah. Because usually we'll take, we'll tell the through storyline. We're well, not. We're talking about, we're talking about these, these cases because they were very interesting. They were very interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I have a question for you about this case. So you see this, this case happening. You see, okay, this lady dies. He's the only one that leaves this apartment. Then there's weird lines on the floor in her blood. Did you believe he was guilty or not guilty? I actually believed he was not guilty, but I wanted to know who was guilty then. Because there was sincerity, sincerity when he was talking to his But he also, said, they also showed looks, they also showed some looks of when he was looking, when he was like getting upset because they asked him, yeah, they asked him to take out his trash and yeah. garbage. He looks genuinely kind of mad. And yeah, I know. I didn't yeah, think he was guilty. Eyes. I didn't think he was guilty. Well, guess what? I agree with you. I never thought he was guilty either. Yeah. Wonder why I never thought he was guilty? What? Wait, why did you not think he was guilty? Before he, I tell you mine. I, my, I didn't think he was guilty because when he said to his friend, I didn't do it, I believe hmm. he seemed sincere. Okay, why I didn't think he was guilty is because um, Attorney Lee wasn't defending him. <laughs> That is oh my gosh, that's so funny and so true. That's it. That's the only reason I was just like, he's not guilty. I'm trying to leave on the front of him. That's that's true. That's the only reason everybody I he was, was defending guilty. was guilty. If if you were defending attorney lead, you are on the losing side, or attorney is defending you, you're guilty. Yeah. So because if he wasn't seeking a lawyer from a attorney, like attorney wasn't his lawyer, I was like, this guy's innocent. Yeah. There's a there is a, a logical explanation for this case. I didn't think of it right that way. That's a very good deduction. Yeah, because they already labeled him as a bad guy. So if the bad guy's not defending you, you got a fighting chance. You're not guilty. Well, he could have still been guilty. But not in not in terms of this drama verse. <laughs> they told him that told me that he's a bad guy. Yeah. So I'm listening to them. Okay. And if bad guy attorney Lee is not defending him, he's probably not guilty. Okay. So that's why I thought that. Alright. <laughs> I don't know where you thought it first though. I think that Noah was so smart about this case, mm-hmm. too. Okay, so this is another thing. I'm really upset on behalf of Prosecutor Jung because why is he getting all these bad cases? He's getting all these cases and having to fix anyone's problem. And he keeps getting and cases. And he's a from, And he keeps getting cases from Jay Chen. But you know what it is? I know not from Jay Chen, from uh, Attorney Lee. I think the thing that's very interesting is that I think any new prosecutor, whether it was him or anyone else, Based on the cases, he they probably would have just signed off of them, like what he was doing when he was trying to rush through them, just to get through the caseload. But ever since he decided to be himself and to meticulously go through the cases, because of the first incident that happened, especially, um, he kind of set a precedent where he was looking for things that most people would probably overlook in his meticulousness. Do you understand what I mean? I understand what you mean, but... These cases are like crazy. All of them cramper on like sometimes, sometimes a lot of murder. Yeah, like he's getting okay. I would say the one case. There's one case he didn't. I I, I should take this back because he didn't actually originally get the cat murderer case. No, he fixed it because she messed it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he caught him again. Yeah, and and honestly, he wasn't trying to step on toes. Yeah, it was um Min or prosecutor Min. Yeah, or yeah, I think it's Min. And, um, Shin, I think. Shin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, she had that case, and she kind of messed up the case, if, to be completely honest. Yeah. Um, messed up the case, but also because, um, Prosecutor Lee didn't do the uh, autopsy. autopsy. 
So they both messed up. They both messed up that case, and he came in and kind of stayed the day and fixed it. Yeah, and he wasn't even trying to step on toes with that. He was just like, uh, he's gonna kill someone else, so I gotta save that person. And also, um, this girl I kind of like is also in danger, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try and stop him. Yeah, um, and successfully did that. Mm-hmm. So I should, I should I should take it back because you're right. He doesn't get all the hard cases, but this is a really difficult case. Whereas in the prosecutors don't have enough information or evidence to charge him. Yeah. But because she, the victim, is a profile Olympic um, archer, archer. Yeah, and her family's wealthy. Her family's wealthy. They're pushing for them. They're pushing for an uh, answer that he's guilty right away. Yeah, they're they pushing for someone, someone to, to take exactly. They want someone to be responsible. Mm-hmm. But him as a prosecutor is realizing that there is not enough evidence for me to charge him. Yeah. But in cases like this where it's high profile, um, if you don't get the result that everyone's expecting, especially when you have one um, culprit, yeah. you become a target. You know, for like, it hurts his career. It hurts, it hurts your career big time. Big time. To the point, even one of the prosecutors is like, Hey, still go through with the trial. <laughs> She's like, go through the trial so that if it gets the bad end result is different, it's not on your shoulder, it's on like the judge's shoulder then. Yeah. But move the move the the blame. Shift the blame. Shift the blame off of you and put it on someone else. Yeah. Because but if you think rookie prosecutor getting this case, they're the one that's gonna get fired first. They'll use them as a scapegoat. Of course. Listen, we saw that in Suspicious Partner. Yeah. He was. He knew he was gonna get. He knew he was gonna be scapegoated. But he's just like, I can't charge her. So it's the same type of situation where he's like, I, I can't charge her. But like, how do I do it? Which is, and this is a smart. He's such a smart. And as much as Charlie is telling us about how stupid he was, he's really smart. And it might have been because of Inspector Cho gave him this answer, kind of like, why should this only be on your shoulders? Show, show your sunbays and your um, seniors the case that you have and decide together. Yeah. That. The, the choice you want to make is like you can't convict him. So he kind of calls everyone into the room while he's interrogating um, the police officer, Mutak. Yeah. And um, through this interrogation and the questions he's asking, they're realizing that, oh, it doesn't make sense he's a killer. First of all, there's blood all over. They, they determined that that stroke was a single stroke, like yeah. it wasn't broken. Yeah. And for him to achieve this pattern of blood, he had to have, uh, he would have gotten blood on his shoes or anything. Uh, unless he did a handstand. Oh, yeah, a handstand for that long. And also, he's only <laughs> in there for 13 minutes. He wouldn't um, have had time to do He wouldn't have had time to do all of that. When he left, there was no blood on him. And, and after the blood marks outside, outside of the space. It was like a, you know, it was final space. Yes, and then also... He actually sorted the recycling after. So yeah. it was all it's of like, like, who does that? Who does that? You're either recycling. really crazy and concerned about the environment, or <laughs> or you just really didn't do that. Yeah, like they're trying to run away. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. There's not enough evidence to convict him. Yeah. So he's just like, I have to. Like, but they're trying to convict him. But they're trying to convict so him so that they have um, someone to blame. So like his chief prosecutor, everyone's kind of like, you can't, you can't convict him. Yeah, and the chief prosecutor, like, he's like, spoots, like, looking at this report, he goes, I don't know if I should sign off on this. <laughs> like, for days, yeah. he's looking at it. To the point where he handed it off to his, um, 
the clerk, he wouldn't let no. Yeah. And the clerk went, thank you. Because he knew that public opinion was yes. angry. Angry. Because they're like, so you tested. need to find this killer, and these guys are killer, and you need to, you need to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Because you know when you really like somebody, and somebody says that's a person, you don't even know, you don't even care. When somebody says that's a person, everybody's upset. Mm-hmm. Even after they say, okay, it's not really the person, they'll still say it's the person. Mm-hmm. And that's what actually happens in this case, because they end up um, not charging him because mm-hmm. they don't have enough evidence. Yeah, and let him go. And they let him go. And then um, what happens is attorney, Lee, of course, attorney Lee attorney uses Lee. the media. This is the one connection that's to Pinocchio, uh-huh. where he's trying to use this media to spin this tale. So he finds out in his past that he um, um, was arrested yeah. for theft, and his father was also a gang member or a mobster. Yeah, and. Um, He's using that story, spinning that tale. Of, he does a, He's yeah. been a criminal. He's been a, arrested before. Mm-hmm. He's been charged before. What's he probably has a history of it. Yeah. His father was a gangster. Yeah. So he's just like, if I don't get him by the law, I'm gonna get him civilly. I'm gonna get him somehow. Mm-hmm. And he, like you said, uses the media to spin his case. And he he doesn't like to get his hands dirty, as per se. But he just says, "Oh, a little birdie told me X, Y, and Z." Let's continue. you know, you need to write a story about that. Mm-hmm. So then it really riles up public opinion, which kind of will force a prosecutor's hand to find somebody, even if it's not the person. And I think the first them. person gives it to is Hongju. Yeah. And then she's kind of wrestling on what to do. And what she's to like, do. no, she I'm not going to do not it. To write this but then when they let him go, he has a press conference where he calls all the reporters and starts telling them the story, yeah. spinning his tail. Yeah. And saying, oh, we'll get him charged. Yeah. And this is all the them knowing that she has very severe vertigo where she passes out. Uh-huh. And that they're thinking that she po- could have possibly passed out because there were no defensive wounds. Yeah, but they don't know how they, the lines came. Yeah, they don't know how the lines came. Yeah. You know when I first... I, I Yeah, when I first saw it, you know I had an idea where the... Or no, though the show told me. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what came first. Chicken or egg. But then we see how we are told, we basically are showing how the lines are created. Yes. And it's through her motorized vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And it, her robot vacuum. Her robot vacuum cleaner. And it goes, it falls off the balcony. And then what happens is a young boy sees it broken, puts it in the recycling. Yeah. And it, that's why they weren't able to find it outside see, the window. See, enough, there's a lot of recycling in this case. People were very concerned no? about having rubbish around. Reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, get thrown in jail. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the story for this drama. So, um, as he uses the media to spin this case, um, it gets not only the public really angry, it gets the father really angry. Mm -hmm. And he sets in his mind, if he's not going to be tried by the law, I'm going to try him myself. And starts to put a hunt on the guy who he thinks killed his daughter, but not only that, he puts a hunt on prosecutor. Okay, we gotta rewind a bit oh. because his hunt. Yes. What started his hunt? Prosecutor attorney. Lee. Attorney Lee started his hunt, <laughs> so they are able. So somehow, uh, through a posting, uh, or what was it? They talked to her um, house cleaner, and they started doing an interview with the house cleaner, kind of wrap up this case. And the house cleaner, she starts talking about, oh, what kind of cleaning do you do for her? He goes, she goes, yeah, she mostly is kind of neat clean. So I just kind of come in and wash dishes and do her groceries. Because she has like just a robot. Do, just, just a, does la- I just do laundry. Laundry, yeah. She, yeah. she has like a robot. Cook. 
Yeah, and cook. And she goes, she has like a, a cleaner robot um, vacuum. Yeah. And he goes, what are you talking about? There was no, she goes, Inspector Cho, did you see a robot um, vacuum cleaner? And he's like, no. no. And then they start going, wait. And at the same time, he's figuring this out. Um, Hong, Hong Jew is, is like um, basically uh, trolling online for people who have said bad comments against the prosecutor. Yeah. <laughs> to the point that one, prosec- one of the commentators is like, hey, prosecutor, why are you on here to make a comment? <laughs> <laughs> Accuses him of pretending to be something she gets upset and she sees that someone posts a picture like, hey, that poster kind of, uh, that picture reminds me of this. And it's um, a, a robot, dog, a dog, a chihuahua, a chihuahua, a robot vacuum, a robot vacuum, pooed on the floor, and the robot vacuum made similar marks that spread it out on, yeah. on the, the scene. So they come to the realization at the same time mm-hmm. that, oh my gosh, it's the robot vacuum cleaner that made these markings. Yeah, so then they go to find the evidence. Exactly. So then they go to a the, dump. the dump and start looking for red robot vacuum cleaners. Yeah. And um, before the prosecutor shows up, actually, um, Hongju, Wu Tak, and his um, cop partner, yeah. and then Hongju's um, somebody at work, reporter, are already there looking for these red vacuum cleaners. Yeah. And there's a great scene where her somebody goes and says, You guys should probably thank me. And he's like, Sit on top of a garbage pile. He's on there like he's like a Mount Everest, having holding <laughs> three red. Um, vacuum cleaners. <laughs> they're like, wow, we found three. <laughs> oh, it was three or four. Three. It was three. three. Or four. And then, and then what happened is Wu-Tak's um, partner found one, so they oh, had four okay, okay. in total. So they tested and they actually found her blood on one of them. On one of them. Yeah. And they think that she, and then they surmise that, okay, she hit her head on the side because she has severe vertigo. She hit her head. She passed out, hit her head. And, and then, then the robot vacuum cleaner made the track. Made the track list. So track. this guy is really innocent. Uh-huh. Try and tell the public that. No, it's hard. So, and um, Attorney Lee, who, I don't know, like, he just wants to prosecute someone. He wants to... Attorney Lee? No, not prosecute someone. He just wants someone to go down for it. He wants, he, I think he's mad because Jay Chen has got another one of his cases and making him look bad. Wait, do you, do you think that's it or do you honestly think that guy did it? I don't think you think that guy. You don't think you think that I think his rich client who wants him to have done it and he's trying to get what his rich client wants. Okay, all I know is that he sends, he calls his rich client, sends him a picture, two pictures, and says, hey, don't let you know. They're friends, yeah. That's why he got off. He probably, he got off because of that. Yeah. And the guy goes, wait, are you sure that's the reason? Like, the guy asked him, do you think that's really, because he wasn't ready to accept the report. Yeah. And he sent him this call. He, he sent him that after knowing what had really happened. Yes, he did. So he was being a jerk. He, no, he was instigating murder, apparently. <laughs> he was an accessory to murder. That's um, what he was. And so um, while this is happening, or before this is happening, Hongju had another dream. And in this dream, she's she's seeing uh, Jay Chen across the street. She sees him by a ring. By a ring at first. And so then she, she has another dream where she sees him across the street and he's happy to see her and she's about to give her this ring. And then she has another version of the dream. I think it's in three No, no, no. It's, in, it's, it's kind of two. So the first one is, the first one is she has a dream yeah. with the ring and then he's also across the street yeah. waiting to meet her. Right? And that's the dream. Yeah. Then after the, the case happens with, um, 
um, Wu Wu Tax friend, yeah. the we call it the internet yes. provider changer or helper. <laughs> I don't know what his name. <laughs> yeah. What is his job? The internet dude. The internet dude. Yeah. Um, after his case changes, like whereas in he's set let go and he's seen as innocent, mm-hmm. he's not charged. Yeah. She has that dream again, but when it comes time for him to cross the street, she sees someone in black and a black hat come up to him and stab him. Yes. So her dream changed after the, um, it has been reported that he's innocent. Yes. So she goes, it has to do, because the dream changed after, it had to do, it has to do with, um, his case. Yeah. So she comes over, I don't even know what time, three in the morning? Very, very. Comes over, um, is ringing down his door. At a very scary hour. Yes. So she comes in the house, doesn't really say anything, and walks past him. What's going on? Walks into his bedroom. Starts looking at the suits and ripping them off of the Say, oh, they're all black. They're all black. She wants that he's wanted to burn them. Yeah. And he's like, what's, going, what's wrong with it? She goes, they're all black. They're all black. He's like, what's, 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 what's happening? She goes, don't wear suits. <laughs> she goes, you can't wear suits. She's like, okay, just calm down. Yeah. And I'm assuming you had a dream. Let's talk about the dream. Yeah. Because she says, oh, you can't wear suits. He goes, I'm a prosecutor. I have to wear suits. And then he also says this great line where he goes, and I also wore a goodie suit. <laughs> <laughs> and then after he said it, I had a thought where I saw him after. I'm like, you're right. You do look good in suits. You look yeah. in suits. Yeah. So after she calms down, he she tells him the dream. And he kind of says, okay, well, you got to re- relax. Like, I can't. That's my job. I have to do my job. Um, so he goes, I will just make it so that he is innocent. Or because I think at first they think, who talk thinks it's, or they make it seem like it could be three people. It could be or they are angry protest, angry fan, angry fan. Um, it could be um, the internet change provider, provider. Uh, dude who um, just got off, but due to um, reception, he's, how he was treated, he's angry. He's angry. Or it could be the girl's father. Yeah. So it could be one of these three people who are constantly wearing black. Yeah. So. And also have this, two of them have the same hat that was seen um, in the dream. Yes. So he's just like, okay, I just gotta solve this case so it doesn't in a way whereas it doesn't. Oh, three of them have they all have the same hat. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen the father with the hat. Did mm-hmm. the father have a hat when he was? He did. But I never saw. We never saw it. I never saw him wear the hat besides when he got caught. No, even when he got caught, I don't think he wore a hat. When he got caught, didn't he have a hat? Remember him having a black hat on? Oh, I I thought he did, but maybe I could be. Because maybe it was only one of those two. Maybe it was just the fan. Because when the, the fan, fan had when, a hat, when he found out what really was down, provider had a hat. He too. had a hat. Like, I think it was just those two. I okay. got from what I remember. Okay. So maybe when things changed, it wasn't them, but somebody else. But, but the thing is, she never had a dream about shooting. It's stabbing. just stabbing. Yeah. Okay. So I think it either was, it could have been one of those who might have been the fan. Uh-huh. Um, um, but then he's able to clear his name. Um, properly and also um, they're able to report and the reporters do kind of like a about face because they first reported saying like oh it's him he's guilty and then when they found out they're wrong no one really wanted to talk about talk it. about who wants to talk about oh I was wrong who wants to see a news that we were wrong yeah we did the news reporting that they, they were just wrong. want to bury it yeah it's so like, then oh, she well. kind of hung strong and said no we're reporting this and did a segment where they said oh sorry we reported incorrectly yes and then due to that it eased um, the anger that the that the old suspect had. Yeah, it was Let's, the I anger want to talk about that for a second because 
the acting in that moment when she did that interview oh, with yeah. him. Yeah, was good. It was so very good. And they're like, well, what do you want to say? And all he had to say was, it wasn't me. Over and over again. It was so touching. I think yeah. I cried. I, was, I think I'm crying now. But, you know, <laughs> but it was just like, it wasn't me. It wasn't. And you could feel that weight come off of him mm-hmm. because he's just like, it, it wasn't me. You know? And I can imagine um, how horrible it must feel to be falsely accused and have everybody think it's you. Even when you get off, people are still giving you hate mail. They're writing on your family's restaurant. They're saying horrible things about you. They're calling you a murderer, even though you're not a murderer. That's mm-hmm. got to be such a horrible thing. So for him to be able to say, it wasn't me, was what he needed. So I go off and kill somebody with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> and he even makes a comment saying that, you know what, if I didn't get this opportunity to talk, I think I was thinking crazy thoughts, like, harming everybody involved in this case. And his friend was like, I get it. Okay. Oh, okay. I totally nice. get it, though. You do get him a cop, though, right? <laughs> but I totally get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I totally get him, um, you know, wanting to maybe hurt somebody. Yeah. Who knows? people. Right? So <laughs> I don't wrong him at all because they were cruel. So, um, so what happens... Um, um, after he gets off, is that the father, after Attorney Lee incites this crime, saying that, oh, they're friends, that's why he got off. Not that he's not guilty, that's why he got off. Yeah, so it's the same scene from um, um, Hong Joon's um, dream. Yes. He's at the street, she's across the street, he's on the other side of the street, there's lanterns there, Yeah. and, you know, they're waving to each other, and then a car pulls up mm-hmm. now, Yeah. and um, he gets shot. Yeah. So instead of it being a stabbing, He's now been shot. With a rifle. With a rifle. He picked off. And the father was a hunter. Yeah. And I would say, let's just talk about lawyer, (laughs) about attorney Lee going to this gentleman and telling him this story. Mm -hmm. How are you telling this to a man who is dying of cancer? Like, so he doesn't have long to live. He's lost his daughter. Nothing to lose. Because it's less about the person and more about himself. He just wanted to make himself feel better. Who wanted to make himself feel better? Attorney Lee. Attorney Lee? Yeah. So he was being spiteful. He set someone off to try and kill somebody because he, he wanted to make be- him feel better? Exactly. This Okay, listen to my logic. I, I said this before. Because here comes this little punk. This is me talking about how he's feeling. Attorney Lee. Okay, so the attorney Lee stopped. Yeah. Punk this punk, Jay Chan. He's totally way stupider than me. I don't know how. He keeps coming up, getting on my cases that I'm working on and making me look bad in front of my boss and in front of everybody else. And he keeps somehow winning these cases. And my rate, which was probably spotless, is going down to the point where I'm going to get a demotion. They might change up my job. He's just getting in my way. He stole my girl. He's done everything to me. (laughs) And he's not that smart. I was his tutor. I was his tutor. (laughs) This guy's a punk. Like, so, he's upset. Now, again, this guy who was trying to prove guilty for his client to look good, I think that was the one who, that was the person who his his supervisor supervisor said, I'm passing this case to you. Okay, I do want to say that he he wasn't a murderer, though. Who? Who who his uh, boss said to him. Like, he was like, 
Just a long time. He wasn't a murderer. He just almost murdered somebody. So <laughs> <laughs> when he passed it to him, he wasn't accused of being on um, trial. He wasn't accused of being on trial. Okay, because at first when you mentioned, I was just like, woo. But then his house turned out to be bad anyways. It's like anybody who goes to his house turns bad. Listen, he's just an omen of like a bad omen of badness. So, so anyways, so when attorney Lee is seeing Jay Chan, he got this guy off again. He's looking bad. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a guy my boss sent to me. He's just like, you know what? Bonfire on this guy. I'm going to tell him this. It's not because of me. It's because he got him off because they know each other. And that made him feel better, and it stuck it to him. Okay, get it? Yeah, that's what I thought was going on. He's a jerk. Very handsome. Though. Let me just say, he's a very handsome jerk. Handsome jerk. I was so dresses too. <laughs> so you know that's why I believe he told the man that to make himself feel better. So when the uh, father now, who's enraged, shoots um, prosecutor John at the crosswalk. So instead of getting stabbed, now he gets shot. And it's like so horrible because she's just like, oh my God, I thought it changed, but it didn't change. Now it's even worse. Instead of getting stabbed, he's gotten shot. And not only does he shoot uh, Jay Chan, he goes to go hunt down the person who he thinks is guilty and tries to shoot him down or run him over with his car. And Wu Tak. Yeah, you're right, you did. Like, he was on a rampage. He's like, I'm dying in two months. Everybody's dying with me. <laughs> yes, he was. Everybody's got to go. I need to, before I go, I need to, I need some vengeance for my dog. vengeance. And so, you know, Jay Chen is rushed to the hospital. Wu uh, Ju is so, she feels so horrible about it. She's just like, oh my God, this is what happened with my dad. He died. And she's just like, incensed, sobbing. She's like, really, really broken at the hospital. And her mother sees this and is so upset, you know, to see her daughter at, in this state again. She didn't ever want to see her daughter that way again. And so while he's in the hospital, the other lawyers are getting upset. They're questioning, actually, uh, Attorney Lee about his actions. They're like, why would you incite this person to commit this murder? And he's just like, you know, why did you send him the pictures? With it? Yeah, they're like, why would you do that? And he's just like, it's, it's, it's not a crime. What I did is not a crime. He's always saying stuff like that. <laughs> I know it's bad what I did. I know it's not a crime. I'm apologizing, but it's not illegal. But he's always saying that line. It's like, it's not Did legal. I tell him to go and murder somebody? I didn't. Always oh, saying say. that. You know? Oh, wait. Doesn't he also make a comment of uh, prosecutors? Like, I don't know what prosecutors are. Um, what they're capable of doing, what they're capable of spinning and forging, yeah, some type of result. And then he said, doing this interview with uh, Wu Tak, and Wu Tak's like, huh, it's interesting that you had the thought that a prosecutor would um, fabricate evidence. Yeah. So he turns to the um, the young prosecutor who's um, interviewing them. He goes, she goes, he goes, have you ever had a thought like that? She goes, I wouldn't even dream of having that thought. Which makes it makes the <laughs> makes the question of. Um, Attorney Lee, why did that come to your mind, first of all? Mm-hmm. Have you in the past done something like that? Yeah. To the point, attorney Lee's just like, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not under arrest. I'm not being Yeah. Why am I being questioned as a suspect? Yeah. I'm like, no, no, just asking questions. <laughs> yeah. And it was at that moment that I think certain people were like, oh, I'm looking at Attorney Lee kind of different. And this is very interesting to see what the cases that are happening on the show. Mm-hmm. When when you see from the intro of Eternally on this drama, mm-hmm. he is beloved by everyone at the prosecutor's office. 
right? Before he, Jay Chan, before Jay Chan shows up, he's like Wonder Boy. Everyone loves him. He's he's a he's a lawyer and attorney, and they are they're like, oh, he comes on visits. Yeah. Um, they love him. They talk about his award, about how he just recently won an award for catching the um the what called the IV um serial killer. Yeah. Um, and uh, how he's um first that that promotion or that award he got in that case that he won mm-hmm. um sent him on to become a lawyer at this top firm where he's making yeah, all they scouted this money. Him after that. They scouted him after that. Yeah. So you're seeing from the beginning how everyone loved him and how he started off as being the wonder boy, right? Yeah. The highest peak. And then Jay Chan comes along and this proceeds to this knocking down a peg. And everyone's eyes. Time to time. time. And all the shady stuff that Trina Lee's doing He's like exposing his true character. Yeah. But Jay Chan knew his true character because he experienced it as a child. Yeah. We are almost done. Only one more episode until the end. Parting is such sweet sorrow, but there's always another show to watch. We will announce the next show at the end of part three. Don't forget to visit our website, D, the number two, B, concerto.com. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at D2B Concerto. Until next time, miss you, miss you. Miss you, miss you.